Welcome to the NutraCast, a production by Nutra Ingredients USA. I'm Danielle Masterson, and thank you for joining me here on the NutraCast, where we talk and share insights from inside the nutrition industry. One trend in the nutrition industry we see a lot of is the demand for transparency, science, and clean labels. And I think it's safe to say that trend isn't going anywhere. After looking in her medicine cabinet and finding that the natural options weren't backed by science and science-backed products weren't clean label, Nina Mullen and her two co-founders came up with the brand Hilma. Joining me now is Nina Mullen. Welcome to the NutriCast. Thank you so much, Danielle. It's great to be here. So you came up with what you call clinical herbal. Can you tell me more about that category and and what exactly it means to you? Absolutely. The term clinical herbal is something that we believed was lacking in the market. And you touched on this a little bit in your introduction, but we think that there's the traditional OTC market today with brands like Emergency and Airborne in the nutrition and immune boosting space that really are convenient and accessible for consumers but they have a lot of those dyes, fillers, and sugars, and they're lacking in some of that scientific research um, as the times are constantly changing and evolving in what is being researched. And then on the other side, you have the traditional herbal market, which is very clean, and there are some very high-quality products out there on the market today, um, but they also kind of lack some of that accessibility to more mainstream consumers, either because of form factor or anything around um, where they're distributed as well. And some of them are scientifically backed and some of them are not. So really we're trying to marry these two ends of the spectrum with Hilma. And we believe in marrying those two sides, we're also kind of creating a new category that sits in between the OTC products that I mentioned and the traditional herbals. And we're calling it the clinical herbal. And we support it in three ways. The first is that we formulate all of our products with clinicians. We've put together an all-star team of some doctors, a PhD, and an ethnobotanist and herbalist who we work to formulate with from day one. And the second piece of it is kind of going hand in hand with the first, which is that we always start with the clinical research. We do an extensive review of the existing research in order to select the categories that we want to go into, as well as the ingredients that we want to use in our formulations to ensure that there is a precedent for effectiveness and quality for whatever the use case that we are using them for. And then the third is that we actually take the extra step of doing clinical studies on each of our formulations, which as you know, isn't necessarily required in the supplement space. So you do quite a bit of work and you have uh, three formulations, is that correct? The immune support, tension relief, and upset stomach relief? Yes. What made you start with these in particular? Great question. So we set out to create products that were widely used um, and widely accessible. So if you go into pretty much any home in the US, there are an immune support product, whether it be an emergency, an airborne, an elderberry product. Um, There are upset stomach products, whether they be even teas like ginger chamomile teas, all the way through obviously to probiotics and other OTC products as well, and tension relief same deal. So we wanted products that were not segmented or specific to certain age groups or genders. We wanted really 
general um, and applicable products that also were not too scary to try. You know, I have a household of four and all three are pretty relatable things to start with. What challenges or surprises did you come across when developing these? So we are, we had this idea, myself and my two partners um, had this idea from the business side. We are consumers. We've worked in the startup spaces ourselves, and we each kind of have our own natural experience with natural products. And so that's kind of our interest in the space. But obviously this is our first time developing a product, which is really why we sought out to find those partners on the clinical side um, with our doctors and scientific advisory board, as well as on the sourcing side um, in order to kind of get up the learning curve quickly. That said, there there have been a ton of surprises and challenges. We have been working on these formulations for over two years and we just launched. So some of the things that we encountered is that number one, we work with a wide range of ingredients that come from a lot of different places and there are unique challenges for each of those to ensure quality, but also availability of the herbs that we work with. And since the number one rule for us is efficacy, there are just certain things that we had to rule out that are easier to get, um, but just don't have stronger the strongest research. So we've definitely had a lot of product delays just around sourcing um, as well as flavoring since we have a very stringent no list. We originally wanted our upset stomach product to be a chewable, for example, and we just were not able to make it work. And so ultimately we changed it to a capsule for the time being, and we're still doing R&D two years later on creating a chewable that works, but also abides by our no list since we don't include steroids and other products like that that help compress. You had some challenges in terms of ingredients, delivery systems. What did you enjoy working with the most? I've enjoyed working with all of our ingredients. We have an amazing team, as I mentioned, who help us source them. And I think the thing that um, I've personally enjoyed the most is working with ingredients that are really familiar, like chamomile and ginger, for example, and upset stomach relief, or vitamin C um, and turmeric in, in immune support. But we source them in very local ways. And so we find really amazing sources that I had no idea even existed. And so we're actually being sent samples of those raw materials to the office. We're smelling them and and they actually smell like they're supposed to smell and look like they're (laughs) supposed to look. And that's just really cool. You mentioned sustainability and I know that you work with Grow NYC. Can you tell me more about that? Yes. So Grow NYC, we are based here in New York. Um, And so we definitely knew from the beginning that we wanted to be involved in the local New York outdoors and and herbal community. And so we partnered with Grow NYC, which is a local organization that helps sustain community gardens. And they obviously, as a plant-based brand, it just 
worked perfectly with us. Um, and so we have been both donating as well as volunteering our time on an ongoing basis to the green spaces and farmers markets that they run locally in New York. Um, so it's really just been a fun thing for us as a team to, to actually get outside and partner with an organization that is boots on the ground doing and living every day what we believe in as a company. Where, where are your products sold locally? Are they available on Amazon? Where can we find them at? Our products are sold primarily through our direct-to-consumer channel at the moment, our website, hilma.co. We are also at some select boutiques. Um, we're at a wellness club called The Well. We're at a chain of neighborhood stores called Foxtrot in Chicago and Texas. Um, we're at another kind of new age department store called Neighborhood Goods in New York, as well as Texas. So we're getting, we're kind of making our way to a few boutique locations since we know the consumer really shops this category at a moment of need today. Uh, so we think it's really important to always have uh, some real life presence as well as online. Right, right. Are you speaking with any retailers at the moment, any mass retailers that you're hoping to get in with? Yeah, I mean, we would love to get into mass retail. For Right now, it's really a sequencing game. We need to focus on getting all of the feedback we can from our earliest customers online, and then we will start to think about how we can scale with a more traditional retailer. Yeah, so you've got the feedback from consumers, of course, and then you've also got your team of doctors and herbalists, and I'm just kind of curious how how do you get everybody on the same page? Because I imagine an herbalist might have a completely different idea from what perhaps a doctor might have. And how do you kind of leverage all that? So we like to consider that our checks and balances within the organization. So we usually start off our work with an idea of what we want to create internally, actually without any of those partners. So immune support product was our first idea. It was specifically meant to be a reaction to the product emergency, which is obviously in so many homes, um, but meant to be a, a bit more of an elevated option. So once we had that idea, we took that to our doctors first, so our more classically trained doctors, one of which we're very lucky. She is a doctor as well as an herbalist. Um, so she kind of has both sides of her, those, her brain, um, which is amazing. So we'll usually take it to um, our two doctors and our PhD individually first, and we'll say, this is the idea, the concept. Do you think we can do this with science backing? Are there ingredients and research that you have heard of that we could effectively formulate a product in this category naturally? And we actually have knocked out certain categories off the bat because of their reaction. And then from there, we take it to our herbalist who we work with, who does most of the substantiation work with us, collecting all of that research. And then we basically go through the systems of checks and balances where we get that substantiation file with the outline of the formula. We take that individually to each of our doctors. We have a conversation with them. Um, they say, you know, this ingredient, I think I thought that the studies were kind of weak. This one was strong. If we could find another two like this one, I think we would feel okay with it. But otherwise, I think we need to eliminate this from the formula. And we basically go back and forth in a multi-month process um, until we get the formula that we feel great about. And as you said earlier, sometimes it takes a couple of years for, for everything to get going. So you have to be pretty patient in this industry, it sounds like. 
Yes, for us at least. Maybe there is someone else doing it, 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 it in a more efficient way, but I never think it's a bad idea to take your time when you're dealing with products like this. Out of your three products right now, which one is your best seller, would you say? Right now, it is immune support. Um, possibly that is seasonality coming into effect. Um, mm -hmm. So it'll be very interesting over the summer to see how sales shift between the three. Uh, but it definitely is immune support right now. Although we have, we do sell all three products together as a set and the set has actually been performing incredibly well. I think because we are a new brand, when people are drawn to us, they're really buying into this vision of cleaning up your medicine cabinet and stocking and trying these products in more than one aspect of their lives. Um, so that's actually been our number one bestseller is our kit. And then of the single SKUs, it is the immune support. And that was going to be my guess. I imagine with the coronavirus and flu season, I think a lot of people right now just want to have that extra immune support. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> so I know you just launched your cabinet staples, but do you see the company introducing any other products down the road? Definitely. Um, we, we really believe that this is a unique moment where consumers are looking for different approaches to all aspects of their health. Uh, and Hilma, we want to kind of step into that wide open space, providing those natural clean label options. So we absolutely plan to launch more products. Um, as I already alluded to, it takes us quite a bit of time to, to get them out into the world. We are hoping to launch a few more um, over the course of this year, but it is very hard for us to say exactly when those will be ready right now. But we would love to be a cross-category brand, both playing deeper within each of the categories that we already exist in, immune digestion and tension more broadly, but also in new categories as well. Certainly looking forward to it, but baby steps, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nina Mullen, thank you so much for coming on the NutriCast and telling us about Hilma. Thank you for having me. It was great to chat. And coming this spring, join us as we connect the business and science of the microbiome May 27th through 29th in Washington, D.C. Probiata is bringing together professionals from across the globe to network, connect, engage, and learn about microbiota, nutrition trends, and other hot topics in the industry. You can find out more by visiting probiotaamericas.com. And for more Nutra-related content, you can always visit NutraIngredients-USA.com. Until next time, thank you for joining me. I'm Danielle Masterson, and I'll catch you here on the NutraCast next week.